Yes, fancy managers, it is game week 13. FPL Addicts podcast is back for the preview. Game week sponsored by Bonus Bank, powered by Esports Live. If you are new around here and you just join us for the first time, good day. Um, we're obviously based in Australia, some of us, and a few of us based in the UK. But make sure you give our podcast uh, a bit of love, a like, a subscribe, and jump in the comments. Make sure you have your say. And we'll, if you are joining us on the live feed, uh, we'll try and answer your questions live with uh, some of our celebrity panellists we've got on with us today. Uh, it is the Old Boys FC this evening. Uh, we are streaming this on a Friday. Uh, what are we? Nine, nine o'clock Friday night in Australia, in Melbourne, and in the UK, 11am. Just a bit of brunch time for Chris Reed and the Reverend Mikey. Boys, Reedy, how are you, buddy? You good? Yeah, doing well, mates. Doing well, thanks. Um, still have to put up with that United top that you're wearing on the podcast today, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, fancy Premier League has, has been um, thick and fast lately, so lots of football to watch, which has uh, been enjoyable. Um, but generally, mate, yeah, doing well, keeping well, thanks. Yeah, we are blessed to have you twice in one week, Reedy. We had a big session on Monday on the podcast and we were also joined by the Reverend who was there and present as well. How are you, buddy? Yeah, we got the Scouse contingent in today. Uh, me and Reed. Two Scouses and a Mank. Bloody hell. Yeah, I know. There's going to be war <laughs> today. <laughs> today on the pod. Well, yeah, I'm. I'm doing. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I, I'm kind of um, half sad that Elliot isn't here. Half glad that he isn't here to give me a bunch of stick for the old Newcastle result this week. After I, I after I gave him so much stick, but I'm, I'm sure you guys will give me some stick for for my beloved Blues this week, man. Yeah, well, there's always plenty of stick on this podcast. We do love a bit of banter and ripping each other. And speaking of scousers, one's already left the house this week. Uh, Aston Villa have sacked Stevie G. Your beloved Stevie yeah, G, really. Of course. <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. And it's it's about time, to be fair. You know, um, it was a sinking ship. And I don't think even, you know, some of the top managers out there could, could save Villa. Um, but yeah, it just wasn't the right fit, I don't think. Uh, Villa need to sort themselves out um, you know, quickly or they're going to find themselves in that relegation zone because uh, Leicester are picking up the wins at the moment. So, um, yeah, Stephen Gerrard's been given the boots. So was it was it just too early for him, this big job? I don't think I don't think so. I think you've got to take on challenges and, and you know, when, when jobs like this, you know, Aston Villa, a big club, and, you know, I think you've got to you've got to take it on because if you hide away from these things, you know what what's the point in in becoming a manager? Uh, that's the whole point in being able to help players, help help teams do well and so on. Um, but unfortunately, Steven Gerrard's just not cut out for for Villa. So yeah, fair enough. And on, just on that note, uh, over to you, Rev. You can have your say on this one. What FPL assets have been ruined by Stevie G while he's been in charge, and who who are you looking forward to seeing bouncing back? Uh, I'd love to see Ollie Watkins do well again. But at, at the moment, I, I'm I am just looking at Aston Villa's fixtures, and I, I do think whoever comes in to that um, Aston Villa side to to take the uh, the helm, so to speak, is, is going to have a real tough job. Like in across their next six, they play Liverpool, Tottenham, United, Newcastle, Brighton, who we know have been a decent side. Even Brentford at home isn't isn't a a given. Like they, they could lose all six of those games, and no one would bat an eyelid because they've just been in that bad of form. So whoever comes in is really going to need to turn them around. Um, and hopefully um, Ollie Watkins might be get on our radar again at some point. 
Yeah, fair enough. And Reedy, over to you. Anyone that you think would be, um, you know, you'd like to see? I'm sure Coutinho must be a man who you, you've got your your eyes on. I've, you know what? I'm finding it so difficult to think about any Villa asset moving forward, just because I do think they've got some issues in terms of the quality of players. I, I do think some of them are Championship standard, um, and I think that there's not enough squad depth there. You look at you look at Douglas Louise, He's a ticking time bomb at times. You know he's he's you know, he's always capable of getting a red card. You see him in games, throwing his head in and so on. Um, you know, Matty Cash and Lucas Dinier, who is like the famous FPL troll, obviously. Um, so I just think they're going to really are, are going to struggle. I mean, Tyrone Mings, I actually like. I think he's a decent centre-back. But as of late, he's looked absolutely shocking. Especially He's had some, he's had some howlers. And he, he, he heads the ball like you do. <laughs> listen, mate, I, I don't mind. You know, 50p head. <laughs> yeah, but, but there, there has been some serious Titus Bramble levels of defending. Oh, yeah, oh, bear Wes Brown thrown in there as well, surely. Oh, oh man. Yeah, yeah. So you know they, they need to sort themselves out. Whatever it is, I just don't think um, at both ends of the pitch it's good enough. I think defensively, shocking midfield three. You know, John McGinn. Uh, you know. It doesn't. It doesn't excite you looking at the Villa team. She does it. So for me, it's a no go for Villa assets. Unfortunately. All right, fair enough, mate. Well, I was I had a look on. Uh, I was on Twitter this week. I saw FPL Focal had posted up um, the net all the games up until the World Cup, and they'd sorted his FDR out uh, in order for who's got the easiest fixtures. Obviously, uh, Everton are top there with all the greens on the FDR, but I'm not too hopeful for them. But just on the Aston Villa one, they are ranked. <laughs> me, me neither. <laughs> But they are ranked na- they are ranked ninth Aston Villa in terms of their next fixtures. So I'm not too sure the CEO was looking at the FDR, but I'm sure they were looking at it and taking into consideration with this. But I think the likes of um, you know Cash, I think he was disappointing because I had him in the team at the start of the year. He was he, he was great in FPL last year for us all, wasn't he? So uh, and obviously Mings did all right too. And obviously Martinez, obviously a keeper as well. Obviously three seasons ago when he came when he burst on, he was the cheapest keeper and he at 4.5 and he was incredible. Uh, probably just got a bit gone to his head now, hasn't it? You know, he's, he's I think he's what is he 5.6 or something these days, something too expensive anyway. But uh, thank you everyone for joining us. People jumping in the comments already. Uh, you know, Gary, uh, he's on his wild card this week. We'd love to see your team if you want to post it in the in the comments, mate, and uh, the boys can have a look through that. Uh, Chris, thanks for joining us as well. Uh, good to see you. Um, Colm, he's in here too. He said Alan Kirbishley is out of work. What wow. a shout that is, Alan Kirbishley. Alan Kirbishley. <laughs> I, I thought he was a skeleton these days, Alan Kirbishley. I was like, what? He, he, what, what I, thought he, I thought he might be in yeah, old people's home. Um, but who else is in here? Oh, Mike's in, of course. Thanks for joining us again, Mike, our um, your resident Arsenal oh, fan. He's on a high this year, Legend. isn't he? He's loving life. Um, and then Will Shaw. No mullet this week. The mullet will be in dropping in the studio later on. He is, even though he is out on the ale at the minute, he has left us a, a couple of recordings and the captain's corner will be on. Uh, but let's get into a bit more of the review from previous game week. Uh, we're going to look at, well, obviously we've talked about Stevie G already. The next big one we wanted to talk about is uh, Almiron. Miggy from Newcastle, obviously L's not on tonight. I'd love for him to be talking about um, his beloved Newcastle and some of the players that we've been waiting to see fire for the last couple of seasons. Miggy, he was being built up by a lot of people, uh, you know, on you know, even by the Premier League on the pod. They were they were building him up this week and listen, he delivered and he scored. Um <laughs> Rev, do you want to talk us through what your th- what your thoughts are on Miggy? I don't particularly want to, but I will, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's 
he's one of those players that um, just always seems to score against teams like us. Like Everton, for some reason, if there's a player that is lacking in conf- confidence that you know we're not too sure about or is on the cusp of going on to be all right, if you want a bit of confidence, come on and play against Everton because we'll just let you have the space to, to do what he did. And and he didn't just take his goal well as well. Like he, he looked good as well, which was so surprising. And um, obviously, FPL Twitter was blowing up this week as well because Miggy Almiron has overtaken Mohamed Salah in total FPL points for this season. Wow. It's wow. a mad stat if you think about it. Like at the beginning of the season, if you told me that it would have been better for me to have Almiron in my team come game week 14, game week 13, sorry, than 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 having the Egyptian king himself. It, it, would, have been, it would have been better than a bloody Neto, though, wouldn't it, at the same price? Yeah, would have. Yeah, yeah. some of these little sneaky assets. But, but, New, but Newcastle at this moment, they're a really good side. They're a really good side, and, and, and credit to Eddie Howe and everything he's done. Obviously disappointed they've beaten Everton, but it is what it is. Yeah, they're obviously looking really strong, Newcastle. Um, they've they've had a big turnaround. We t- we spoke highly of them on the last podcast and saying how obviously solid they look now under Eddie Howe. They've uh, they've turned around. They brought in the assets in there as well. And you just think some of them, if they keep, you know, if they do fight, obviously we've we've talked about Joel Linton taking the Mickey out of him for the last two seasons, of course. But you know, if he had scored against United where he hit the crossbar in the post, that changes games, and all of a sudden. You know, Newcastle full even more confidence and they can push on. But obviously Tripp's got the got the clean sheet and that. I think he got a bonus on there as well. Reedy, you, you loving a bit of Newcastle and Miggy or what? Yeah, I mean, two things. One is uh, we uh, told Chazza to take Miggy out of his wild card. <laughs> and, 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 and the second thing is um, Newcastle... Uh, look, look great both ends of the field. Um, they've got solid defence, and yeah, Miguel Almiron from uh, Paraguay is, is is fantastic at the moment. Um, outscoring Mo Salah in FPL. Um, you know, and all all it takes is is something to go right for you as a player. He's he's very much so a a try hard player, putting you know 110 percent every game. He just doesn't always get the outcome that that uh, maybe deserves. And yeah, he's thriving at the minute under a Newcastle team. That are doing really, really well under Eddie Howe. So, so credit to them. I will say, and um, to give Everton a bit of credit, credit there, Mikey, is that the first ten minutes of the game, I th- thought Everton were better. I thought you'd win it better. Um, I think it's, it's, it's such a shame. There's ninety minutes in a game, isn't it? No, it is. It is, of course, of course. In the first ten minutes, though, and I think even in the second half, actually, you know, um, sorry, um, Newcastle looked a bit shaky, and Everton mm. did actually. Throw the kitchen sink is the saying at them, yeah. but obviously Newcastle just defensively just too good. So um, yeah. yeah, so read it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you too much, but you know a little bit of credit there to Everton. Yeah. You know, if you, so if you so really, if you know you do feel like as you say that Almiron deserves more recognition, as Mike is saying in the chat, where's your Almiron backdrop? Now, where, where's your army on background? Considering he's now got more. Points. My head's too big to get. I mean, unless it's like a massive sized Almiron, I, I, don't, think, I don't think I'm going to be able to get him in there. Uh, the you know. disrespect for Miggy on this yeah. podcast already has been yeah. pertinent. It's it's not been it's not been great, and obviously with uh, the the Egyptian king was his backdrop last week when we know it should have been the Burger King, the Burger king. instead. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> making a return in there but maybe yeah miggy should be in yours mate and you know i think yeah. i'll look at that one but well, um, if, if there is an fpl addict whose um team miggy should be in it's chaza because we left him out of the room last week and i can only eat humble pie there i say say chaza mate if you're watching you were right and i was less right so you know, I was less right. I was less. That's one, one way of putting it. Yeah, I don't think, it's I don't one think way of putting it. Yeah. I don't think the rev has the, the word wrong in his vocabulary. Basically. Yeah, he's trying. He's trying not to try not to admit it, is he? But I think we all laughed. At, yeah, at that I might point need to and... go. I might need to go into my own confession booth and yeah. uh, and, and repent for that one. Oh. Is Chaz making an appearance in that yet? Is he? Is he wanting? Is he? Yeah, me and Chaz are talking about getting him into the booth. Apparently, he's got a lot on his mind. He needs to just get something <laughs> off his chest. Brilliant. So there we go. Yeah. Well, we'll what what we'll do? We'll we'll just discuss a few more points and then we'll jump in to look at the teams and see if Chaz did pick the team or like what team he did pick on his wild card. Because I'm sure a couple of people are interested after we uh, looked at that shocker that he pulled out last week, except the the midi one, of course. Um. Let's talk, I think Reedy was just mentioning how good Everton were in the first 10 minutes. Let's talk about another team that were good in the first half. Liverpool were uh, looked look great in the first half, Liverpool of old in the last game, but the second half they kind of fell apart and they were shambles with, uh, against West Ham. But Reedy, did you catch, catch much of the game, the highlights? What are you thinking about the assets? Yeah, I think we looked really, really good first half. Should have probably been 3-0, 3-0 up going into half-time. The game should have been boxed off. But, um, you know, obviously Nunes looked really sharp. Um, that, that you know the attempts. I think straight down the throat of Fabianski, good save, pretty easy save. But the, the one against the post was the one that was um, yeah probably deserved to go in. Um, yeah, we we battered West Ham first half. They couldn't get a sniff. Trent obviously playing more defensively. It looks like um, he ended up still getting two bonus out of the game and his clean sheet. Um, but yeah, second half we did kind of struggle a little bit, and uh, we had to make an early substitution. And take off Nunes around the 50th or 60th minute, I think it was, because he had some issues at half time. So, yeah, you never know. Is that because he's too fast? I saw that he set a new record as well, faster than Traore, faster than um, who's the other fast player? Yeah, the previous record was 37 and a half kilometers an hour, set by Kyle Walker. Kyle Walker, and, that's one. And then, yeah. um, and then Darwin has clocked a 38 kilometers an hour. Yeah. Yeah. The man, he is rapid. To be he's fair. looking good. He is rapid. looking good, and I mean, I think that's it. I mean, sometimes it's easy as um, you know, football fans or even FPL uh, players. I think more so FPL because we need the points now, and it's like, how long do we hold a player for? Um, but Nunes has been someone that a lot of FPL managers have been like, oh, he's looking good. He's making the runs. He's you know, he's looking good for certain aspects, but. The main thing is, is the points. Is he getting the goals? Is he getting assists? And he has been a little bit shy of that. But I think at some point, he's gradually getting there. And he's yeah, really he, hasn't, he hasn't been playing too much, though, to be fair, has he? I mean, yeah. let's not, he hasn't played that yeah. many games. Um, yeah, let's yeah. Be, be truthful, so. But um, I have to give a mention to, um, the you know, that Greek uh, Greek left-back of ours, uh, Simicast, because, you know, clean <laughs> sheet, assist, I mean, coming in starting for, as well. I was, <laughs> I was wondering when this was coming. Imagine if you had you know, a Liverpool left-back in your team this week, eh? Oh, you know, you, know um, you just have to talk about, you know, having Simicast, getting an assist, clean sheet, and having Andy Robertson as your captain is possibly, um, you know, a really, really, really dumb decision. <laughs> I don't know who would do that, yeah. but, you know, 
I don't know, Rev. Yeah. So, so just for context for for all the listeners and the and the folks in the chat, I made the the bold and the brave decision, none of this stupid laugh, <laughs> to 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 bring in Andy Robertson this week, and I also captained him, and he came on for a ten minute cameo at the end. <laughs> And I was just, I was thoughts. just because my thoughts are, is that he was brilliant against City. He, he was brilliant. He, he was everything that you've been miss, missing. And I was really, really, and he looked fresh as well. He looked really fresh. And and so I was really surprised to see him dropped again to the bench after one, such a great performance. And two, you know, his return from injury. And, and against Man City, for me, he showed why he was Liverpool's number one's le- Liverpool's number one left back. There have been some question marks over him, and whether Simicast can, you know, challenge him for that space. Mike saying that that, that that this is me in the confession booth now, and, and we're not too far off. <laughs> it's, a quick, it's a quick preview. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, for me, Robertson showed why he was Liverpool's number one left back. I was just Tell really them, surprised. Did, did, did really you do surprised. that on purpose, or was it a case that you you were meant to captain someone else, and maybe you've you've left it on Robertson, or what? what I, 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 I tried it on. I tried it on Robertson, and I didn't mind it. And then I thought, you know, I might switch it back to Harry Kane later, which you know, in hindsight, you know, wasn't too much of a difference either way. Yeah. So you know, I, I wasn't I wasn't massively punished for my, my Robertson. Um, captain because my alternative was harry kane who also blanked so you know you, you win some you lose some like uh, the thing is if i pulled it off and he got the assist and the clean sheet and i captained them the streets would never forget but you know be, but because he got benched there's, there's um, such a uh, fine line between genius and stupid and yeah, and, yeah and, and, I, and i actually got featured didn't i on on um FPL images that precede unfortunate events. You know, they 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 screenshotted my tweet where where I was um, Captain and Robertson, and and that tweet got about three hundred likes, and I was just like, I just became a meme in the community for a week. It was love it. It was it was devastating. Oh, well. <laughs> glad you're doing. Glad you're doing your bit to get a bit of content going, mate. I love it. Yeah, I all, you're all be publicity. <laughs> All publicity, Jack, is good publicity, and I'm glad I can, it, I can do my bit to, to get the word about the pod out there, you know? Yeah, good, good <laughs> on you, mate. But let's move on. We'll have a look at the, the podcast league. Obviously, there's six of us in here, uh, three of us on the podcast tonight. We've got the, the Scousers uh, in, in, but the uh, you know, the Aussie boys, Charlie, um, Ollie and Elliot are missing this evening. But we'll start at the bottom with Ollie, who's in Adelaide this evening, Um Morton, here's a hoot. 44 points for Ollie. He obviously stepped it up last week after hitting his wild card. 44 points he uh, fell on this week after making two transfers on his wild card. Um, uh, did all right with the goalkeeper. Trips in there as well, but nothing else to shout about too much. He's obviously got Dallow, which is nice. Left Neko on the on the bench and Captain Kane. Didn't go to plan for Tottenham. Chris Reid, talk us through your teammate. 49 points. You took a minus four this week. Um, you managed to field a full 11 on the pitch, which was great, but it didn't go to plan exactly in some areas. Yeah, yeah. Um, just got the 11 out there. I think that's what that, what the main focus for me is, uh, or was, sorry, for, for that game week. And um, I'm happy, actually, the most, the, the thing that I'm happiest about is probably the Trent clean sheet and the bonus. Um, obviously, he's been really 
poor this season and an under par and so on. So for him to come in and, and get those points was actually fantastic for me, considering I took the minus four. So, um, yeah, Castagna, lovely clean sheet. I think that's his fourth in a row um, for Leicester. And um, Kieran Trippier, just best best fullback in the game at the moment. Um, and, yeah, deservedly so, uh, sort of being number one for the England spot for the World Cup as well. So, yeah, bright and clean sheet for me. Salah disappointed with the captain pick. Um, and Bowen missed his penalty, which... I was actually quite happy about, to be honest with you. <laughs> I was not bothered. Well, fuming fuming when that happened, man. Because obviously, you know, I've got him in my team as well. And obviously wanting to beat Liverpool for one, first and foremost. And then Bowen getting a penalty, buzzing, and then misses. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, with it, man. I was made up. I literally didn't even bat an eyelid. As soon as he missed, Alisson, you know, obviously saved the, saved the pen. I was made up. I wasn't even thinking about fancy points. He was on a minus one, I think, come half time or whatever it was. So to, to finish on zero, yeah. it's one of those. I, um, I, do, I do wonder if this damages Bowen as an FPL asset because, you know, we do see in teams. So oh, often, don't be you saying know, that it, going it, into it, Bournemouth. Yeah, You're it, Bournemouth at home next. Come on. But, but if, if a player misses a penalty, normally, you know, the, the person who's next in line to take pens is knocking on the manager's door. The day after saying the thing oh, with I, West Ham, though, I, I want to be on pens now. Yeah, but West Ham have had, um, I think Declan, Declan, I think Rice Declan Rice, 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 Rice. yeah, they've had it, they've, they've switched it around a few times and, and changed it up and stuff, and which is worrying, yeah. yeah it's, but but like any team, well, because, because Declan Rice missed, missed the pen, didn't he? Yeah, but yeah. to find a consistent penalty taker in your team isn't as easy as what people think. I mean, Jorginho... Bring back Mark Noble. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> Get him out of retirement just to come on to take Get him out of his suit, uh, yeah. But yeah, so Mitrovic, you know, another solid one. Got his goal. Uh, got no bonus, unfortunately. But he's, he's just been great this season, considering all the, um, the hate he was getting at the beginning because, you know, people had him in previous season for Newcastle and he did nothing. Yeah, he's been so, a yeah, lot of people, yeah. Yeah, could have done better, but you know what? It was nice to actually not get bang on the average. I actually got a green arrow this week, so you know I can be pleased with that. Yeah, I think you've done well there, to be fair, Reedy. 49 points, 10 points above the average. Happy days, fella. Uh, I think you've done spot on, mate, so well done. Uh, back into the league then. So, Reedy, you're sat fifth in the league out of six. You are still doing terrible in the comp, but not far <laughs> behind. Chazza, uh, I'm going to, let's have a look at Chazza. He pulled the wild card last week. We absolutely ruined him live on air. Um, obviously, it was good fun, good banter. Uh, but we did we did try and help him after the podcast and threw some tips and where we thought he could improve. But maybe he should have stuck to his guns. <laughs> and, he, and he shouldn't have listened to us. <laughs> <laughs> but he's had oh, an absolute So I think, um, well, listen, he got 55 points, which was, I was having a look in a couple of our mini leagues and he was still one of the highest, um, the ones who was with many wild cards uh, yeah. hit in game week 12. A lot of free hits actually, but in our public league where we've got over you know over a couple of thousand players, I think, or a thousand players, um, he was one of the highest uh, wild card point uh, hauls. So I'll give him a bit of credit in terms of what he came up with, but he didn't pick uh, Miggy in there. He went with um, Sanchez, Trips, Gomez, Nico Williams, Totti, not Francesco, uh, Zaha in midfield with uh, Money Mount, um, Salah, uh, Andreas, uh, Tony and Mitrovic. So he had a full 11 on there. And on the bench, he's got Ward, who got nine points, as uh, Rev will be talking about shortly. Uh, Cancelo, Saka and Haaland to set him up for him to go into game week 12. So listen, he came up with a good team, to be fair, though. I think it came good in the end, his team. And he got some good points. So uh, it's just obviously, I think we all know he was wild carding probably at the wrong time um, based on what it could do for him. But still, 
he came out with uh, a lot more points than others, um, and I'm sure he settled quite nicely going into the following weeks. Uh, it was interesting with the Gomez one. I didn't really see that one coming from him, though, to be fair. Um, elsewhere, Elliot Craig, uh, he scored the most this week. 56 points from the man, Newcastle, from the tune. He took a minus four, but looking good in his team. Uh, Trips obviously scoring well for him uh, with Pope backing him up. Neko on there and Dunk, who he brought in. Eight points. I think he took James out, didn't he? And brought Dunk in. Um, so every credit there to L because um, he got the clean sheets in there. So he's looking good going into game week 13-2. In second place, the lowest achiever of the week. I think he's been this a couple of times now, but he's still sat second in the league. And that is our man, the Rev. Rev, take it away, mate. Yeah, it's it's, it's been a bit of an awkward one because obviously Ward has sat there again on my bench with nine points, which is, you know, after taking Iverson out for a hit uh, a couple of weeks ago, I would have been better off just sticking with Ward by one point only. I, I do still think that moving forward with, with Kepa is is probably the way to go. But, you know, you can uh, win some, you lose some, I guess. But obviously, uh, oh, my captain pick, absolute shambles. Um, just like, I feel like I've I've had a really, really bad few last weeks. and But hopefully the redemption arc is on this week. Uh, I'll I'll let people know. I've already rage transferred Robertson back out. Sat him off. <laughs> it's happened already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I've I've, I've oh, he, he's, he's 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 gone. I've been hurt. I've I've been a hurt person. And as we know, hurt people hurt people. And so uh, <laughs> I am a hurt person. Um, Rebs. Oh Rebs, my god. Absolutely. You know. Absolute head loss already. You mate. Yeah, I know. Me head, me head's gone, but I'm still above. You know all the rest of the lads in the chat, apart from you, Jack. So I'll take it for now. Yeah, big. That's a big point to make. That yeah, You're not above you me, know. mate. I, yeah, and that's fine. You know, but hopefully that the redemption arc can come along. Sterling as well. He's another one who I had my eye on taking out again. And after fraud, a absolute fraud. Thirty-minute yeah. cameo. He, he's he's gone from the team. You know, no no prizes for guessing who. Mount again hooked at sixty minutes. Um, he, he's another one that's gone. Um, yes, it, it is a second minus eight in a row, but I feel like the, the minus eight and the, the new hitman Ooh, in yeah, the podcast yeah. mini league. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> true, man. I, I, yeah, uh, hopefully, the logic behind it is that I do feel like the minus eight will pay its dividends over the next four weeks, and um, I've set myself up to be in a position where I'm got, not going to need to take hits now, which is. Which is which is fine, but um, yeah, I, I feel like I'm in a really good position going forward. Obviously, Tony and Kane blanking as well does not help, but <laughs> it's all about this this game week. Um, I Ollie in disguise. Um, I Ollie in disguise is the shout from Mike. Yeah, it's been a bad game week, man, but hopefully, go again this week and and the redemption arc starts now. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. Boona, Boona's in the or been jumping in the chat. Um, the original FPL troll. Sachdinier yeah, yeah. off. Sachdinier off. It's Boona. Yeah, yeah. He's um he's talking about the team South. We'll have we'll have something to say about that potentially uh, come next year. So um you know yeah up the north and uh, yeah I think Boona's gonna gonna regret these words come come then but yeah apologies for the southerners for for me and rev and uh, our yeah, strong man. south accents 
I hope you can understand the Blackpool accent, yeah? Well, Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Mike can understand, so, you know, maybe it's just Boona and his hearing problems. He has had a, a few uh, troubles lately with his FPL, with his handle on Twitter, so we'll let him off. Yeah, listen, <laughs> Mike, Mike's going to do the captions uh, on the uh, when we when we post the video, and you can get in the comments, and you, and you can watch rewatch all this, Booner. You can uh, you can see Mike doing the uh, doing the Southern translate translation for you, mate. <laughs> um, all right, elsewhere, let's go to top of the league. Let's have a look at this. Jillers Killers, a big forty-one points this week. Uh, not very good from myself. However, it has left me still top of the league. I also fell for the Robo trap. Uh, I did bring him in, but I didn't fall for the big trap. I put an armband on him. I wouldn't do that to myself. Um, <laughs> oh I, no! <laughs> I was I was getting I was getting shots fired last week uh, from Reedy about Zaha, who I, I did pick on the stream for my captain. Um, and once once he back once he didn't back it, I thought I'm definitely backing that. So um, <laughs> I went in and captain Zaha, which I was delighted with. If Bowen didn't miss that penalty. Um, would have been beautiful uh, and it would have turned out to be a bit of a better week. I was expecting Crystal Palace to get a draw, to be, uh, a clean sheet as well in there at home, Selhurst Park, but it would have been a good one for them. Mm-hmm. But they did concede for Guaita. I found his 11 points the week previous would have been on. Um, but yeah, buzzing with the captain's pick. Um, didn't really fancy Kane with that captain's armband against United in the end. Just thought United might be a bit too strong. It turned out they were, which is, yeah, buzzing with. Uh, Trips was probably the the second captain choice for me, uh, if anything. Um, but yeah, I think overall, yeah, not a great week. Still above the average. Uh, didn't take any hits, which was okay, which I'm more, more than happy with. Um, and then we move on to, yeah, next week. But yeah, still top of the league, boys. Happy days. Um, yeah, elsewhere, well, well, yeah, well yeah. mate, well done. You've been smashing it, man. We've got we to gotta take our ass off to you mm-hmm. at this point in time. And, and um, you know, hopefully we can... We can start giving you some competition at some point. Yeah, hopefully I can stop carrying. My arm's getting tired now. But elsewhere in, the, <laughs> in our leagues, uh, in our members' league, hasn't really changed too much. But top of the public league is Donald. He's sitting there with 750 points. Well done, buddy. He's absolutely killing it. And he's also top of the head-to-head uh, league. There's 16 managers in there. Uh, and he's top of there with 29 points, four points above anyone else. Um, in the women's, Mira still top in there as well. She's absolutely killing it still. 734 points, so well done. But a big mention and shout out to the Game Week Manager of the Month in our Members League. Uh, that goes to Steve McDonald. No, not Steve McDonald of Coronation Street. Steve McDonald from um, from New South Wales in Sydney. FPL Eyes, congratulations to you. You are the Manager of the Week, so well done for you. Uh, you got 61 points, which not a, not a big one, but he was there. He made it happen. He had a good team set up, you know, considering the Arsenal and Man City uh, games not, not being played and assets missing. He still managed to do well in there. So congratulations to you. Over to Bonus Bank. They've got their fantasy football tool that they provided us this year to uh, to share the love with. Um, looking great in there, to be fair, because it's got the, the clean sheet uh, probabilities that the, you know, they look at Bucky's odds, bring all the probabilities together. And look at who is the top uh, ranking team. So for clean sheets this week, third place, Arsenal. Mike, your Arsenal team, 38% chance of a clean sheet versus Southampton. In second place, Liverpool, Scousers, 47% chance versus Nottingham Forest. Um, And in top place, 49% Manchester City, of course, versus Brighton. So it's a 49% chance of keeping a clean sheet. 
Um, so if you want to use this tool, guys, you can jump into our link tree, which is in the captions below. There is a link on there to Bonus Bank uh, Fantasy Football Tool. And you can have a look and see if these can help guide you and help you, uh, you know, climb your mini leagues. Maybe the rev and really need to start using this a bit more as well. But there are top, you can also in there as well as clean sheets, you can look at probabilities to score. So this guy's still up there all the time. So I think again, he's going to come off the bench and score in third place. Alvarez from Manchester City, 45% chance of scoring probability. Mo Salah back up there, 46% in second place and in top place, of course. Uh, the Nordic Meat Shield, Haaland, with 60% chance of scoring. So you can check out the bonus bank ones in there uh, and we'll um, let you know how else you can get a bonus bank uh, just at the end of the podcast as well, who are our sponsor for the second season running. And a big thank you to them. But let's get on to a bit of preview discussion, boys. Um, you know, there's lots of, lots of stuff to get through with, you know, it's, been a quick turnaround in between, you know, from 11 through to 12 midweek and uh, now into game week 13 this weekend. Uh, we appreciate your time and your your tips that you're going to provide everybody or nonsense, we could call it. But this week, uh, let's start with the easiest fixtures on the FDR. So um, if you get the FDR up here, uh, I'm sure there's a few points that the boys want to discuss. No doubt. Everton have got the easiest run of games coming up, you know, up to the World Cup. They are the the you know, they've got the easiest run, as we've already mentioned, but um, thanks to FPL Focal for doing that and putting all that together. So, Mikey, Everton, yeah. Crystal Palace at home, next one. Anything, any assets that we should be looking at at all? Dinosaur arms? I, I think, well, dinosaur arms could actually be a shout because... <laughs> I, I'm, dinosaur arms. You know, I'm, I, I might take another minus four to bring in a different goalkeeper. You never know on this podcast, do you? Um, but uh, I think... I'm looking at our fixtures and I'm not seeing many attacking returns, but I am seeing one, two, maybe three clean sheets out of the next five. So uh, I do think, you know, if who, you who are you saying for that, are you looking Palace clean sheet? I, I think we could keep a clean sheet against Fulham. I think we could keep a clean sheet against Bournemouth, possibly Wolves as well. Yeah. Okay. And, and so, um, you know, I, I don't think that's that's beyond us. I think we're also um, definitely a lot better um, at home than we are away. So, so you know, there's even a chance that we could get one from Palace and Leeds as well, maybe. So, you know, if if we are looking at FPL assets, um, of course, uh, Patterson is is still injured. He's still out, and um, I wouldn't invest in Seamus Coleman because he'll be gone from the team as soon as Patterson is back. Until then, I, I'd say Tarkowski is possibly. Um, he's possibly a great shout. You know, he, we know from last season he's no stranger to a, a cheeky bullet header either. So, you know, if he has one of them within him within the next five, as well as some clean sheet points, and he, he also like when we do keep a clean sheet, he, he does he does love a, a bonus point or two as well. So Tarkowski is the fair shout, and then my my second shout would be a Mika legend, um, the, the Ukrainian international, our, our left back. Who, who does like to get up and down the pitch, and so yeah, um, those two, Jordan Pickford. If you if you want to risk old dinosaur arms, go, go for him as well. Yeah, fair enough, mate. Cheers for your Everton analysis in there on the FDR this week. It is actually showing eleven green games, so um, which is obviously quite strange because not everyone can win, obviously. Um, so I think yeah. elsewhere, I mean, is Aston Villa obviously with the change of manager, the you know the interim coming in, can the interim you know I think it's the first team coach who's coming there against Brentford. They've got a home game. Is that is that 
a possibility to have a look at any assets in there? Reedy? Um, not at the moment. I think there's there's too many um there's too many good assets out there in the, the, the big teams, especially with this 13, 14 fixtures. Um, and even and up until the World Cup, you've got Arsenal, City, uh, Liverpool at the moment as well. Uh, and then you throw in the you know the odd Fulham, um, and then Zaha. People have got Zaha. I just don't think there's any room in there, uh, and it is a risky punt. Um, I don't know until they get a manager, a proper manager. I don't know if they'll have that bounce back type of thing uh, at the minute. And Brentford look actually pretty decent, and Ivan Tony's looking really really good at the moment as well so uh, I'd be happy staying away from Villa for now yeah fair enough mate I think we were talking in the uh, just before we went live and we mentioned Leeds had so many shots uh, during the uh, during their game midweek they've got Fulham at home Mikey should we be looking at any Leeds assets do you think Uh, I think you could probably do a little bit better than Leeds I think um, and I know that they've got Fulham and then Bournemouth as well within their next three. Um, but at, at the same time, I think you know they are going to be playing Liverpool, Spurs, and City as well. So I, I just think that there's just probably a, a little bit of an avoid. I think if I was going to go to you know mention um, some some teams who I think could be worth it. And and you'll like this, Jack. Is is I've definitely got my eye on Anthony, because um you know not 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 this week, but the week after, you know we if we if we look at the the Man United fixtures, once they get that Chelsea game out the way, that is that's free real estate, right there, <laughs> you know West Ham, Villa, Fulham, Forest, Wolves, and Bournemouth. It, it's Anthony time. I reckon it's Anthony time. He's coming into my team in that run, I guarantee it. Yeah, absolutely. And he's, there's, there's players that obviously we're going to be looking ahead just before the World Cup. And there's United assets. After that, obviously, a 2-0 win. United now have looked uh, a bit more convincing to me. And you're going, listen, can we now... Inv- I think we'll get a result against Chelsea as well. Uh, I don't think it's obviously often FDR. It's not an easy game. But I think we'll get a result against Chelsea, whether that be a draw. But thereafter, the runner games looks great. Players like Anthony, who looked frightening, he scored three and three. Obviously, when he when he first arrived, he looked frightening in terms of some of the movement and the you know when he when he's got the ball. I'll use an old phrase we used to use. He's a razzler. He looks yeah. so good on the ball. Um, he put I think it was Hoiberg and uh, Perisic, I think, on the floor. Was it when he when he did the turn um, earlier in the in the game? Yeah, brilliant. And he's just just stuff like that. He reminds me of like Ronaldo of old. Um, you know, in in terms of what he can do with the ball, and he's someone I'd love to see. It. I felt like Sancho was going to do a lot more when he when he came with the ball mm. as well, 1v1. Yeah. But Anthony's doing it. He's so confident. Ten Hag knows how to use him. He knows how to play him. He knows what he's capable of. And his ceiling's massive. And I think he's definitely a player for me I'm going to be looking at. And I think United in general, I think I'm back on the bandwagon of United assets in mm-hmm. terms of who I'm going to be looking to bring in. I mean, the likes of Dallow are going to be good because he's, he's attacking. He looks great. United look likely to get clean sheets possibly now as well. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going early, but I think we've got to get ahead of the game here and say, well, listen, I believe. I know Chris Reed doesn't, but I believe. Mikey yeah. believes because he's a secret United fan. 
and uh, Reedy's. I, I was a Chelsea fan. La- I was a Chelsea fan <laughs> last week, so you know. I, I, don't, I was I don't about know. to say, are we forgetting already that that um, yeah. you know Mikey's? Uh, He's moving between each club each week, mate. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like if Anthony is reminding you of the Ronaldo of old, making just a penny for your thoughts on the Ronaldo of presence. Yeah. You know, like, obviously, the big situation, the big news that dropped this week was that before the game um, ended, Ten Hag planned on bringing on Ronaldo as yes. a substitute. And instead of walking onto the pitch, he walked down the tunnel. I think if there's one thing that Man United need to really safeguard at the moment, it's their dressing room harmony. Because we know it's been a toxic place in the past and, and something like that. You know, could see the could see the 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 wheels come off very quickly. Yeah, and I think I think like the thing is with Ten Hag is no is no nonsense as well. He's already made that clear, and I think with dropping Ronaldo first and foremost, he has. He's only played him because you know Martial hasn't been able to stay fit. Um, you know, when, uh, Rashford's played up top as well. He started. He didn't. He didn't do much, obviously, against you know uh, Everton in that game either. Um, which. United are better without him. On, on mm. you know the stats are saying and as well on paper. Yeah, I loved. Listen, Ronaldo, you get the ball to him, he'll score. But the way I think Ten Hag is playing now, I don't think Ronaldo is is part of that plan either, is he? So, mm. I love to see Ronaldo fit in the system. I love to see him play and scoring goals like yeah. he was last year. It was unbelievable for us in terms of what he did for us last year. But that behaviour on the sideline, if it's all obviously true, like he's come out saying that he didn't he didn't want to come on as a sub and then obviously chose to walk off. Um, he's he's got he's got to go, unfortunately, and I think yeah. you know it is it is time because Ten Hag can't have that under his reign. And United just got himself in a place now where you think this is time for us to push on and get back. Um, you know, we see the likes of you know some of the bigger clubs dropping dropping points, and it's a great opportunity for United now to get back. You know, get back to where we were. So yeah, exciting times. I'm just going to bring Chris Reed's face up here because I know he's loving the United chat as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just I'm just. You know, sitting here waiting for it to all go uh, Pete Song again. So, you know, I'll let you let you have your moment. I know you're happy at the minute. Uh, it is going right. And, and, this is the first know, time I've been happy for since, what, two years a, ago? Yeah, there we go. It's, it's, it's been a long time for you, Jack. So I'll let you have, you know, I'll let you have the, the limelight with United. Um, but I think in terms of FPL, I think Anthony will be a good pick moving forward. I think that Rashford, he offers... Um, sort of a lot in terms of that he's a midfielder and FPL he's yeah, cheap, cheap. Um, but the problem is he's not cl- clinical enough you know he should be putting goals away you know at times easy finishes yeah. and so I think Anthony's a great shout and um, just think that obviously for 13 14 um, maybe not at the moment uh, but certainly for 15 or and, and 16 sorry you know you could see him coming in uh, you won't play, you'll play him against you won't play against West Ham at home um, great, probably wouldn't. Picture. Even Liverpool managed to score against West Mo- Ham. Moisey, yeah. hey, I'm telling you, Moisey hasn't won. Uh, Yo, know, I think against is it is yeah. like 19, 19, You heard that crazy stat, like 19 games yeah. away, he hasn't won against. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's, it's some yeah, crazy stat away against big teams. Four teams, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the reason I would say no is because Arsenal play Forest, Liverpool play Leeds, Newcastle play Villa. Uh, City play Leicester, Spurs play Bournemouth. There's there's your reasons, and that's more than enough for me. So. All right, let's let's move on. Uh, thanks for United. Bit of limelight there. Happy days. Um, we've talked about United. We've talked about Everton. Um, who's put these notes about Palace, Everton, Southampton, West Ham? Is that is that to do with the fixtures for Everton? Yeah. Honorable mentions, yeah. Rev. 
Yeah, um, I think Palace definitely still have some great fixtures going forward. Everton, Southampton, West Ham, Forest, Fulham, Bournemouth. You know, it, obviously, um, Zaha, you, you were the recipient of some captain points. I don't know what captain points are like. I, I do need to pay more attention when Chaz is going off in the captain's corner. Um, but, you know, you, you got them Zaha points going um, from from the last game. And, and going forward, it looks like, you know, his, his points just set to keep on coming in. So, you know, if you've got um, one of them or even if you're a Guay owner as well, um those palace assets look great for the next six. Um, and, oh, as they look, as he's killing it in a minute, isn't he? He he looked good. I, my my question over him is 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 it sustainable? You know, sometimes he has these brilliant games and he gets on everyone's radar all of a sudden because he, he's one of those players who's just there. He's he's also really good on the eye test as well. He looks really confident on the ball. He, he looks like he can absolutely spray it. He looks like he can play. Um. You know, a, a real serious attack and pass as well. So it, it's it's one of them where with with Eze is is if I was ever going to bring him in, I'd like to see it a bit more from him first. But yeah, definitely. Is, um, is, is he ever? Forward. Is he ever? As I don't know. Uh, <laughs> maybe when the fixtures get a- easier. I'll let myself out. <laughs> hey, listen. Um, uh, of course. Quentin, the... Quentin, Quentin, sorry, uh, Rev. Quentin just jumped in. He's wanted to give you a his condolences to you as well because he had Robbo too. So you are not alone. So, oh, uh, got a bit of Michael sure. Jackson in there. You are not alone. There we go. What, would, what would this pod be without one of us doing a random mini karaoke? <laughs> hey. Yeah. Eze's great pick, by the way. I do, I do think he's good. If you haven't yeah. got Zaha and you, you fancy, you know, an alternative, Eze, yeah, cheaper as well. Yeah. Yeah. Cheaper. He, he was, he's an easy yeah. pick. Wait. There we go. There oh. we go. Got it in. Got it in. Got it in. Moving on. Right. Nice. Uh, let's have a look at most transferred in players this week. Um, Phil Foden, 392, 392k. Managers have brought him in already as we are live in this pod. That'll probably go up to 450, I imagine, and maybe more. Saka has come in as well, 208k, uh, but he has got a flag over him after the uh, Europa this morning against PSV. But that could just be, uh, you know, just resting. He did play 80 minutes or so in there as well. Haaland has come back in, 166, 166k. So, you know, that's probably, I think, uh, Reedy was saying it's probably because of the cane. Kane swap over, uh, but the most transferred out players, James, obviously because of his injury, so a lot of managers now pining him off, 267k. Trossard, 250k, taken out. Gross, 120k, managers taking him out. And Harry Kane, uh, the fourth most transferred out player this game week. Um, as we mentioned, said, I think the reason is because of the Haaland swap over. However, would you not be keep look to keep Kane, or is it that desperate? Would you burn that transfer to bring Haaland in, Mikey? It's 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 such a strange one, isn't it? Because you know, obviously you prefer to have Holland over Kane, but at the same time, Harry Kane has only blanked twice in FPL so far. And, sh- and surely people have got more fires to put out than than to do that transfer or people I, taking hits. Well, I mean, think? the 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 thing is, like, by not having Holland, could just create a fire. We yeah. we know that he can just go and get back to back hat tricks. Like like it's nothing. So, you know, I, I think it's it's one of them. Like personally, um, I'm I'll be going with 
with the pair of them. You know, I, I think having Haaland and Kane is probably the way to go for moving forward in terms of your two uh, premium slots. And so, yeah. So not, so not a fan of Salah then? Um, he's... It's it's strange because because you don't know what formation Liverpool are going to play. If 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 Klopp at his next press conference said I'm going to be playing Darwin and Salah up top in a four four two, Salah Salah would be amazing. He would be amazing. But if he's going to like stick him out on on the right again like he did with Firmino and Darwin in the middle, I don't fancy him. Reedy thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> say something. Um, say something. One of you. Are you are you on this podcast, Reedy, or what? I know. Yeah. yeah. Am I on my own here? What's going on? <laughs> You've just been singing to me, Reedy. You've just been singing to me. You are not alone. Sorry, sorry about and that, then you've yeah. just absolutely left and me the, hanging. And then me and Red were just like, just the two of us. We can make it yeah, if we um, try. Just the yeah, you two were, of you us. talked about you talked about Darwin and, and stuff, weren't you? Oh mate, let's just move on. Really, we were talking chance. about whether or not Salah is 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 anyway. a happy ally. Said, all right. Anyway, well, elsewhere, go, go and eat uh, your chicken tikka sandwich, bro. <laughs> chicken tikka? What? <laughs> Absolute nonsense. You had a chicken tikka two, three weeks ago, and you you just scrammed it while you were on the pod. Anyway, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. No, Salah's Salah's good. Keep him. Yeah, yeah. He's good. Cheers, Reedy. Yo, get back to flipping burgers, you two. Get back to where's the Burger King? Shower's gone. Double whoppers. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's have a look at this from um, EPL Live. Big shout out to them. Um, we've partnered with them this year. They're posting articles. So Chaz is doing his captain's corner on there. The Rev is doing his hot tip. I wonder what his hot tip this week is because he hasn't sent it me yet. Rev, have you got a hot tip this week? Or is it still on its way? It's... it's um. On its way, good lad. On so the way. hot tip, hot tip will be posted very, very shortly after the podcast. Uh, uh, thanks to the Rev, but that goes live on uh, EPL Live app as well. So you can find all the content on there. We've been using it for all live scores, stats on there as well. It's showing all the latest with um, you know goals coming through, assists. Um, there is the app there. If you haven't seen it already, you can download that from anywhere in the world. It's available on the Apple app. So uh, most in-depth team and player stats alongside the latest breaking news as well. And that's where I got that Gerard Sat news from. Reedy has just brought the Almiron Miggy photo in the background. Uh, for those who are watching live, you can see that happy days. <laughs> Good work, Reedy. I was making it nice and big so anyone who's watching it now, just move your massive head, mate, and we'll be able to see him. I was going to say, my head is literally covering... There you go. Covering his <laughs> there he is. Miggy's in the background yeah. uh, and getting a shout-out on the FPL Addicts pod. Me. Yeah, happy days and just for Mike as well. Uh, but let's get into the preview. We are going to go straight to Elliot and Chazza, who have dropped us a line with this week's preview. Yes, boys. Cheers. Hope everyone is enjoying the podcast who is listening along live or anyone watching back on replay. Unfortunately, myself and Chaz can't be there live with the boys tonight, but we're still going to bring you which uh, transfers we've made for our teams and how our teams are lining up for game week 13 now. So Chaz, I'm going to bring your team up on the screen and uh, take us through your squad for game week 13. Certainly will. Well, I'm going to be very short and sharp. It's exactly the same as game week 12. We're going to roll at all costs. 
despite the little niggle Saka must have suffered during the Europa League, we'll just leave it for now because there is enough cover, especially with Andreas Pereira. He's a fine establishment uh, from West London at the moment. I'm hoping Francesco Totti gets a run out for Wolves eventually. It looks like Stephen Davis, under-21 Youth Academy, out in the park. And Neko's just nowhere to be seen, considering his opponents. For now, this armband is going to be on Erling Haaland. I just reckon, even when City do score, he's going to be heavily involved. And I reckon he'll bounce back strong after his only blank so far, which occurred at Anfield 1-0. Heavy consideration on Salah too. It may change heading into the deadline, but I feel Liverpool are going to score goals, but they're going to have a variety of goal scorers and players who are going to deliver fantasy returns as well. I think Firmino is going to be part of it next up with Nunez. I still feel Salah will get something, but I just reckon Harlem will score more points this game week. This is my team for what it is. Three, four, three. I like the look of it. And we roll. Thanks for coming. I think that's a really, really good squad going into game week 13. It is similar to mine um, in a lot of ways, but just there's there's no Miguel Almiron in your team for this week, Chaz. So you don't want to you don't want to use your free transfer on getting him in the team. I have, geez. See, <laughs> if there was something that the boys were going to mention after this little pre-record, it was going to be about Jack and Miguel Almiron and then Rev and then Chris are in his formal apologies. <laughs> if there's going to be anyone that's going to join Rev's confessions, I reckon it's going to be the entire podcast team exclusive including me, just for our now apologies for not for slaughtering down Miggy Almiron, I should say. So that's that's where we are. Yeah, well, in, in my defence, I did say that I like the Newcastle players. So take me away from them and they can all sit in the confessions booth with the Rev. But um, no, in all seriousness, it's a great team for this week, Chaz, and I think um, a very, very high ceiling. In terms of my team then, I'm the same as you. I'm rolling over. Um, I don't need to make a transfer this week. I think I'll probably move next week to Foen. Foen? Move from Bowen to Foden <laughs> or Saka. Foen's his new name. Um, I'll move from Bowen to either Saka or Foden. Um, but Pope is going to be in goal for me over Ward. Ward got a clean sheet this week, so that might change. But I'm thinking this is how my team's going to line up. Trippier, Cancelo and Mitchell at the back. And then a very strong midfield of Bowen, Martinelli, Salah and Zaha. And then Tony Mitrovic and the armband is on Haaland. Um, similarly to you, I am contemplating potentially captaining Salah this week. Um, it will just be a last minute decision. So you need to make sure that you're checking out the socials to see what my final locked in team looks like. But I'm pretty sure this is what it's going to be like. And then I've got plenty of bench cover with Ward, Andreas Pereira, Nico Williams and Lewis Dunk there as well. So that is going to be my squad for this week. Um, boys, best of luck with the rest of the podcast. Chaz, do you have any final words for them? No, I'll just call this week the week I was supposed to play the wild card. But I don't mind having two free transfers with a week to ponder on. I think I'm just keen to see how many hits Rev's going to take. If he's going to take more, I really encourage him to do so because it just shows in our mini league. That's all my parting words. Have a great pod, potty. Absolutely. You'll be seeing Chaz a little bit later on for the captain's corner, but this is the last that you'll hear or see from me from this podcast. So have a good rest of it, boys. And uh, all the viewers that are listening and watching along, thank you very much. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button.
How good was that from the boys? Um, I love that they're both in Newcastle shirts as well. Um, <laughs> but the boys just jumping in there, giving their team, obviously, previews as well. Both a bit boring rolling over, but obviously they, they would have heard our apologies this week uh, as well. We've uh, said sorry in there or not sorry. But I think um, Ch Chazza is, I think, on the beers somewhere. But he is gonna, I'm going to put him in and see how this is going. And if he, I'm going to kick him oh, off God. if it doesn't go down well. So we'll give him a second. Chazza, you're live from a pub yes. somewhere. How are we? Yes. I'm going good, thank you. Yeah, just uh, in the toilets at the moment, but we're going all right. <laughs> <laughs> what fine establishment are you in, mate? So we're at Mountain View Hotel along Bridge Road in Richmond. But I thought <laughs> I'd just make a very quick cameo. I really love this lineup for tonight. The Rev, Reedy, and Jack, I really wish I could have joined. What a best possible combination there would be. <laughs> thank you for your thoughts on the pre recording. It's a very interesting week. Game week 13 probably could have been the week I could have wildcarded, but I went a week early. So that's why we're rolling the free transfer. We, we yeah, love it, man. mate. I hope the lineup on here is better than what the lineup in that toilet's probably going to be. Um, oh. <laughs> 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 Absolutely amazing. The mate, the mate, if, you, if you look closely, if you look closely in the toilet, you can see um, everyone's opinion of me right now in FPL. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. We don't want to go looking on there live on air. But Chazza, great for joining us. Uh, rolling over this week, you had a, a great week on the wild card considering uh, you bounced back well. We're going to get your captain's corner up coming up soon. But we hope you have a great night, mate. Stay safe uh, and don't make any drunken transfers either, mate. Stick to your guns. All good. Thank you, Jack. Feel free to kick me out of the group now. Cheers. No worries, mate. My pleasure. And that was Chazza Roberts live from the Mountain View Hotel oh in Richmond, my God. which is live from the bush. Jesus Christ! It's a cracking pub. I've had a few in there myself. Uh, I'm sure he's going to have a good time in there, rocking the mullet uh, and showing off uh, this evening. So he probably needs to get out of the bathroom now. I think he's been there about 15, 20 minutes hiding what away. But what a what a legend! A le what a legend. Uh, but we are going to look elsewhere into the preview uh, across the podcast. So let's have a look. Uh, Reedy, are you ready? Or Rev, are you ready with your teams to go through? Or do you want to go, for, yeah. go, go with go the Rev? Yeah. yeah. All right, the Rev, I'm going to bring up your team now, mate. And here we go. Yes, that will do. Go for it, mate. Talk us through yeah. what you're doing this week. So, um, you know, you can call me the, the brand new hitman of the podcast because I am taking yet another. Ricky, Ricky Hatton. Minus it. Yeah, no. He, he's got nothing on me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm taking a, another minus eight. Um, my thoughts is is that like there's there's certain players that I don't have that will really damage me if I don't have them, and it will cost me more. I'm, I'm than just going to throw this out to anyone, Rev, who, who's in the comments now. Have have you ever taken two minus eights back to back? That's what I want to know from anyone two, watching two now. Minus eight two back minus back. eights back to back in FBL. Interesting. And, yeah. And how did it go if you did? Yeah, I think the, the first one is um, Robbo to Cancelo. I think Cancelo, for me, is is um, is um just so needed in my team. I've not had him for a long time, and he's really punished me. So I'm definitely going to get him in. Um, obviously, last week, we didn't have Foden or Saka play, and they're back this week. Um, Reedy probably doesn't agree with these transfers and for, for some reason, you know, getting two of the best score and FPL assets from two of the best teams doesn't seem to be quite up his street. 
you know, he's saying that they could be rotated with Europa League. My, my argument against that, particularly with Saka, is that if Saka is even slightly fit, he plays because he's so he's so essential to what Arsenal are doing right now. Arsenal are top of the league and they want to stay there and they want to be fielding their best eleven absolutely every single game. And for me, Saka is is the first name on that team sheet uh, for me. And so so that's why um, Saka comes in, even if even though he's got the the little Dorito of death there, um, you know, saying that he's got a knock. I I think he's going to play. I think he he was brought off as a precaution. Him and Foden could both haul as well. They could both get a goal and an assist each, um, especially over the next four weeks in the build-up to game week 16 when we when we get unlimited transfers. And I think not having these players is going to do me some serious damage. So I've just bit the bullet. And, and my team looks like, right now, it looks like a wild-card team that, that people could could have very reasonably wild-carded into. I think that this team going forward for the next four it looks really, really strong, and I'm really happy with it. Obviously, the minus eight isn't ideal, but I think it pays. I think it pays. Well, hopefully, hopefully it pays, mate. But I think, listen, I think the team now is obviously strong, right? And it looks good. But yeah, you've had to take these big hits to get there, haven't you? And it is, you know, that is, there's a lot of sins going on there, isn't there? Minus 16 over two weeks. Yeah, man, it's not ideal. But I think you've got to look at it in context as well. Like, so, so last week was a blank, a blank game week where we had loads of injuries as well. And this week, um, we're seeing the return of City and Arsenal, which are two of the best um, teams in FPL. They weren't playing last week, so we couldn't have them in our teams. And then to put them back in this week. So, so yeah, just just obviously when you say it, like a minus 16 over two weeks isn't great. But, it, but in context, it kind of makes sense when we're covering for blank game week and then getting assets back in. We're probably going to need going forward. Yeah, well, so after I confessed all my sins about taking them, you know, a, a big minus 24, you know, you're getting up to them ranks, it, aren't you? It, it wasn't a minus 24 in game week two. It was a, mi- <laughs> it was a minus 16 over two weeks in a blank game week. So shut your leg. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. Well, listen, obviously, we do wish you well. Uh, you know, you've sort of organised your team out there. I'm sure you're going to make another goalkeeper transfer at some point as well. But the team is looking solid and we'll see how you get on in there. Elsewhere, the other, the the old, you know, he's, he's changed a lot again. Like he changed his his, um, his tactics a few times last season. He was the hit man. He was taking some big hits week in, week out. But Chris Reid, he's gone a bit quiet over these last couple of weeks. Have, have the hits returned for you, mate? No, not for me this week, mate. I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll. I have taken. Um, I God, think he has changed three, three hits this year so far. I mean, obviously, and maybe I needed to take more because the rank suggests, um, you know, take some more, and maybe I'll, I'll benefit from that. But um, in terms of my team this week, <laughs> the hitman and the hitman. <laughs> 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 Live from the box. <laughs> Mike with the comments there. Unbelievable. <laughs> if you want to if you want to hear what he actually what he did right, you have to jump onto the YouTube and watch <laughs> watch it. Yeah. But that is yeah, but... an excellent pun the tree. Right exactly, there from Mike. Exactly. Love it. I mean I'm I'm rolling this week and I think that um I think that uh, what else would I do in terms of taking Bowen out? He's got a great fixture against Bournemouth. So 
taking Bowen out for, say, Foden or Saka, especially if Saka's potentially a doubt. Um, I just don't see the point in it. And I think having Salah for these next two fixtures is is great. Uh, I'd like to have him there, even though, obviously, he didn't get anything against West Ham. Um, and I think, yeah, I've got a couple of Arsenal boys in there and I've obviously got Haaland as well. So, um, yeah, I, I, the team could be better. I could have, obviously, an extra City player in there. Um, but the reason I'm rolling is is for next week. I'll I'll bring in Foden. I'll bring in Saka, um, and I'll actually take a hit next week. <laughs> I am actually going to take a hit next week. I'm going to have to turn up the back. Yeah. So, but but for me, in terms of like, don't bring it back again. <laughs> steady on. Yeah, I understand. Obviously, like people are looking this week and going, "Oh, I'll take Bowen out. I'll take Zahar out, even for for Foden or for Saka." But you know. I wouldn't. I don't personally want to do that. Taking out Bowen in my case, um, you know, especially not while people. you've got Mac Allister there stinking up your bench. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, sitting pretty. Oh, you've got. I, I found you. I'm taking hits. I'm taking him out. No, no. It doesn't need to be done yet. I mean, for free, like I'd be a lot more tempted. Don't get me wrong. If it was a free or whatever, but to take out Bowen for then a Foden or a Saka. And then to take up McAllister this week for a hit, I just, especially if he's not playing, he's on me bench. I don't actually need to do that. Um, so, you know, I, I think I think it's the good play this week. Roll the transfer, and I think I can. I think Salah and Bowen for me beat Foden and, and Saka this week. I'll put it out there. Well, fair enough, mate. You're entitled to your That's shocking a opinion. Big call. <laughs> it's uh... You know, don't follow seven hundred thousand managers who are probably going to do it this week, but that's okay. Anyway, Castagna's been killing it for you. Mm. Why is he not starting? Leicester on a roll, aren't they? Yeah, they are on a roll, but then I don't know the fixture. They've got Wolves away. I do see I'd, Wolves. Scoring. I'd definitely be starting Castagne over Andreas, mate, for sure. Nah, but this is the thing. I, I want Andreas says you've got him on on your bench, uh, Mikey, and Leeds are absolutely. Uh, awful at the minute, so I'd rather have Andreas and Mitrovic, who yesterday should have potentially got a haul if it wasn't for um, a certain Tyrone Mings. Unfortunately, he makes the, the mistakes at the wrong time that don't benefit you. Um, <laughs> he cleared one off the line. But yeah, for me, I'd rather go Andreas. I think he'll get um, potentially get something from that Leeds game with how bad Leeds been. And Castagna, who else would I bring him in for? You could say potentially don't go with the double Newcastle defence as they've got Spurs away, but it's Kieran Trippier. He's, he's the best best fullback in the game. Yeah, you've got to start him, haven't you? Yeah, I've got to start him. So yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. it's only Andreas you would change. Yeah, yeah, potentially that. But I think I don't know four three three. I'd rather have Andreas in there. I think at the minute. Yeah. Right, fair enough. Read it. We'll move on and we'll go to the top of the league team. It's of course my team. I love the boys just shaking their heads at me. <sighs> Expecting Zeds. <laughs> um, my team this week, um, one change for me. I'm using my free transfer. I'm bringing in big Phil Foden. He is coming to the team in replacement of Mason Mount, who didn't do the business for me last week. So he's gone and Foden in. That gives me a, a City triple up. Um, so Guaita in goal, Trips, Robbo is staying in my team. I'm not getting rid of him. I'll leave him in there. Um, Cresswell at the back. I think he could be one who could be a bit more of a differential for me this week against Bournemouth. So hoping for some clean sheets from uh, West Ham and Cresswell to get involved in it. Cancelo in there. Bowen, keeping with him. I think this could be a good week for him to bounce back from his penalty miss. 
Still think it's a good fixture for him. More than happy to leave him in. Zaha, Foden, and then Tony Kane and Haaland up top. Yeah, so I think I'm lined up pretty nicely. Looks good on paper, but as we know, uh, FPL can absolutely ruin your life and your weekend. So we'll see how we go from there. Um, we will jump into the captain's corner very shortly. But I did want to jump to um, a question we had in the comments earlier because I think uh, Gary did post his wild card. So, boys, I want you to maybe let's get into a bit of a discussion, see what you think of this wild card. As we know, Chazza did his in game week 12. Um, normal people and managers wild card in game week 13. And this is what Gary has come up with. So, Gary's been in the comments and thanks for joining us again, Gaz. So, he's got... Um, who's he got in goal? He hasn't put his keeper up there, but... Um, at the back, he's got Dallo, Trippier, Cancelo, then Martinelli, Salah, Hoiberg, Foden, and up top, Firmino, Mitrovic, and Haaland. So he's put his kind of starting 10 on there, minus the goalkeeper and the subs. But I presume his, uh, his bench is pretty weak with the likes of Neko, Andreas, maybe. Um, what do we think of that, lads? I think it's really good. Really good on, on face value. Um, I think the only concern that I would personally have would be... Um, Hoiberg, I'm, I'm not sure I, I rate that as a pick. Obviously, he is a defensive midfielder. He does have some decent points so far, though. But I, I just think that there's better options, especially from midfielders. Midfielders who are just a bit more likely to get attacking returns. But other than that, mate, it, it looks really solid. Yeah, uh, Reedy, are you joining jumping? Yeah, no, no, I do like it. I do like it a lot. Uh, I think it's, I think it's pretty solid all round. Hoiberg, as Rev saying there, and you know, Firmino has uh, gone under the radar, so to speak, uh, this year. And we've got a nice fixture against Forest. And yeah, I can't, I can't really pick too much wrong with it. The Hoiberg one, who could you pick instead? Um, off the top of my head, you could. I know that obviously you guys, or sorry, Rev's going for Saka. He's got Martinelli already. I'd say maybe another Arsenal player. Um, I was just about to say, if I was going to be really critical, I think you know City and Arsenal are both the best teams in the league right now. And if I was on a wild card, I'd be taking every opportunity to triple up on both of them. I, I've taken hits to do to do that this week. If you look at it money-wise, Hoiberg, for me, I think a straight replacement is Eze. I think he'd be a good one to come in. He's the same price as Hoiberg, and he's obviously got the attacking returns. Um, so I think he's the one I'd put straight in there. And then I was going to ask you, Reedy, actually, while you're still on the screen, uh, Firmino, would you prefer to have Nunes? Or would you, would you stick with Firmino? Who would you no, have I, two, I, think Firmino's, I think Firmino's a good pick for this week. I think, especially if Nunes is potentially a doubt, we don't know for certain yet on on um, you know, a bit of an injury that he might picked up in that game um so Firmino I think minutes wise is more secure yeah fair enough mate well thanks for your contribution there lads and Mike has just jumped in as well Gary if you want to take this one he'd go white over Saliba so FPL Mike Halpin is our resident Arsenal uh man he's he knows all the news latest news so if it does go wrong you can blame him however he does know his stuff and he's gone white over Saliba so maybe consider that one Instead, um, I presume he's a bit. He's obviously cheaper as well, isn't he? he must be about 0. 0.4, 0. 0.3 cheaper. Yeah, it's cheaper, and he's nailed. And I think his uh, white is more mm. likely to get attack and returns, even though he hasn't yet. He's is is. I was gonna, I was going to say. I think yeah. I think it's a solid six points almost. I don't know if he'll get you more than that. Um, so you know, yeah, he's, he's to... more likely to give you the assists from the crosses, which he's been given in for sure. 
Yeah, fair enough, lads. Well, thanks for that one, and good luck to anyone who's on a wild card. Uh, we haven't got long in the show, so if you if you are on a wild card, feel free to post it in, and we'll uh, get discussion on. But we are going to go to the man with the captain picks. He isn't in the toilet on this one, but he is live um, at home when he did the pre-record. So let's jump in to Chazza with CC. Welcome to another edition of Captain's Corner, heading into game week thirteen, and it's yet another quick. Yeah, not yet another quick turnaround. Jeez, I got my words mixed up there. But we'll start with our captains, and more importantly, the headline maker makes a return in Erling Holland. But before we get to the captains, let's go for a recap of how game week 12 went. Only 13 goals were scored across the nine game week 12 matches, and the only player that did return who did feature in the game week 12 article was Mitrovic. So it was a very underwhelming game week. We start with the top two in Holland and Kevin De Bruyne. And as I've said, he's probably the main captain choice in Norwegian. Norwegian's coming off his first blank of the season, which was a 1-0 defeat at Anfield by Liverpool. Firstly, let's go to Holland's home record so far. A whopping 10 goals alongside three assists in his first five home games. And this also includes... Not one, not two, but three hat-tricks. His Belgian teammate, as I've always said, is worthy to be part of a conversation. He's had nine assists already so far this season, which is five more than any other player. And in addition, he's had a direct goal involvement of 43% for Manchester City's last 14 goals scored. And that has come with his six assists. De Bruyne's record against the Seagulls in Brighton, one goal and four assists in his last eight league meetings. Meanwhile, Brighton have failed to score in their last three games under new management. In addition, De Bruyne is top for expected assists so far with an XA of 5.56, which highlights his outstanding yet consistent creativity. We move to who we were discussing before with Elliot, Mohamed Salah, probably the closest challenger to Erling Haaland in the captain conversation. If Salah does score away on Saturday, it will mark him scoring against 25 of the possible 26 Premier League sides he has faced since signing for Liverpool in June 2017. The only side from the top of my head that he didn't score against was Swansea City. He still managed two assists in three appearances against him. With no Highland last game week, Salah did become the most captain amongst managers within the elite brackets. And it's no surprise, considering he had a home fixture against West Ham, was captained by 16% of managers ranked within the top 10K and the top 1K. Despite Salah's blank on Wednesday, his stats are encouraging, albeit from a midweek home game, perhaps showing halls from the Egyptian aren't too far away. He still registered six shots, which was the equal highest of any play on the ground, alongside his teammate, Darwin Nunes. Harry Kane, now for Tottenham. Third or fourth on the rank, whatever you would like to call it. He does have Newcastle at home. But if we had this conversation this time last year, it would have been a lot easier. But nowadays, Newcastle are far more difficult opposition to break down. And statistically, it's evident. They've only conceded just nine goals in their first 11 league games, which makes them the best defence in the league. 
And because of Newcastle's steady defence, their fantasy managers are looking towards the direction of selling Kane up to the sky. Kane is the fourth most transferred out heading into the game week, surprisingly, despite being the second highest scoring player in the game. And generally, FPL managers tend to be more reactive and proactive, and his exodus is probably likely, is likely due to his second blank of the season, which occurred at Old Trafford on Wednesday night, and it was also his first blank since the opening game week. But despite his blank, he still had the most shots of any Tottenham player with three and recorded the second highest expected goals with 0.38 of any player on the ground. He does have a respectable record against Eddie Howe's side, with five goals and three assists, ching, 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 in his last six league appearances against the Tsunami. Differential, if you're feeling bold, if you're feeling adventurous, look no further than Arsenal's. Not Martinelli this time. Let's go on the other wing and Bakayo Saka. He is also, by the way, now Arsenal's top fantasy goal, top fantasy scorer, I should say. In the last seven game weeks, he has scored four goals alongside four assists. And there's accumulated 35 points within his last six game weeks. Only Foden, Haaland, and one of our podcast favourites in Newcastle's very own Miggy Almiron have all scored more in that time. The Saints managed to hold out for their first clean sheet on Wednesday against the Cherries. But the odds don't expect him to keep a clean sheet against the Gunners this time round. The clean sheets give him a 14% chance of doing so, which is the third lowest. Only Brighton and Nottingham Forest have it worst, in which respectively, it's the opponents Salah and Holland are both facing. Saka has registered returns against the Saints on the last two occasions in which Arsenal have scored in. That is it. That is the third and final captaincy corner video within the last week i need a good week's break have a good game week everyone and may your arrows be green 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 (laughs) (laughs) he never never fails he never fails to impress you have got stats on stats backed up evidence for your captain picks this week if you don't get your captain pick right Knowing Chazzy will get his wrong because he always goes against himself. But listen to that yeah. advice and get your stats in and get your captain's pick right because he's got so much content to give you. And the uh, way he presents it as well, he's just hilarious. Unbelievable. I, I love that man. He's so good, you know. <laughs> he is unbelievable. Ching, but, um, ching, ching. Ching, ching, ching. Ching, ching, ching. He's an absolute character. So he's got he's picked some good picks in there. Differential this week. He's picked Saka in there. I think it's uh yeah, obviously a lot of managers bringing him in this week. He's looking good. It looks like he's gonna be firing. Hopefully he makes it and um hopefully he can make an impact for your teams out there. Obviously, we know a couple of our boys have got him already. But yeah, that is that is all we've got time for today. Um, thank you everyone for jumping in, joining us on the stream. We've had a, a great time. Obviously, it's old boys FC on here today. Um, no, the youth squad are, are away. Um, Reedy's looking away like as if he's a young man these days, but he's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but um, if you've got any uh, any other comments, please jump in the in the comments. Uh, even when we've obviously got uh, finished being live, um, and we'll get back to you with any replies. All the link trees in the in the 
details in the caption below. But a big thank you to our sponsor, Bonus Bank, for supporting us and our community this season. Australia's and New Zealand's fastest growing side hustle. Make sure you check out the details in the caption below uh, on how to take advantage of Bucky's promotions. It's free to set up and you can also receive 25% off your first premium month if you choose to do so with our discount code FPL Addicts. Uh, so big thanks to Dave and Nico there for backing us again this season. But yeah, thanks again, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. If you've loved today's podcast um, and live stream, please make sure you hit the like button and hit the subscribe uh, and to turn your new notifications on so you're not uh, going to miss um, an upload. Um, and please do give us a, a follow, a, a review, a quick rating on podcast. It really does help uh, to spread the word of the FPL addicts. We love what we do and we'd love to get in people's faces and ears a lot more to spread the word, especially with a lot of erms that Reedy and uh, the Rev do. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I reckon we could create a drinking game out of this. Um, but there we go. Yeah, well, Ch Chaz is already playing it. Chaz is already out. <laughs> He's already doing it already. Well, that brings us to the end of the preview show for game week 13. Keep an eye out on our socials for any more content, as well as the Reverend's hot tip. Good luck, everyone. It is a big weekend. Um, so thank you for your time and thanks for jumping in. And may all your FPL dreams come true. And uh, good luck. And we'll see you next time.